Blog Talk Radio. You are now listening to CLNS Radio, your source for all things basketball. You cannot stop this guy. This guy is unbelievable right now, and with the way he's playing, he's played an outstanding brand of basketball. You're trying to tell me he's not the next best thing? What are you hearing? Man, all I know is this guy can fall, and if you can come out and play with him, you can play with anybody in the league. I want your opinion. Call into the show. Why don't you drive the rack? Seriously, why don't people drive the rack more often? Fed up with this cookie-cutter brand of basketball, not go out and hand check. What are you comparing? The guy's got grit. The guy's got moxie, and the guy's got heart. What more do you want? Broadcast through Blog Talk Radio and CLNS Radio. They gonna love me for my ambition. Welcome to the Hooper's Log. Here's your host, Simo Buck. They gonna love me for my ambition. Welcome on into episode 83 of the Hoopers Log. Yes, on an ESPN Wednesday, Wednesday, March 2nd, 2016. We are here live doing episode 83 for you here. And it is, again, March, March 2nd, 2016. And we are heading into the week, obviously, as conference tourneys began yesterday. We had the Atlantic Suns Conference and the Patriot League uh, Conference getting it started in the world of college basketball, and today, there are three more conference tournaments beginning in the America East standings, the Northeast standings, and the Ohio Valley standings. All three of those conferences will be getting it going, and we'll, and we'll break down and give you a preview of what to expect in those conference uh, tournaments coming up starting today. Uh, and we'll recap a little bit what happened yesterday in the, in the conference tournaments, first round in the Atlantic Sun and Patriot League standings. The NBA? kind of an average night we went three and three on our picks last night didn't do too great not a ton of wiper with performance i believe there were four, if i'm not mistaken um and uh, outside of that it was just another mediocre day uh in the nba again for us three and three nothing crazy nothing out of control uh if you'd like to call in and talk on the geek geek studios the phone number is three two three six four two one five five eight one more time three two three six four two one five five eight. I forgot to mention though that in the big part of the college basketball world, the top twenty-five teams, all the teams in the bigger conferences, they have a, about a, about four or five days left in their regular season, and then most of their conference play starts next week. But all of the small conference tournaments, pretty much most of them, if not all of them, begin uh, this week. There's a ton of conference tournaments getting started in the NBA again. A lot going on. We got we got a lot of news. We got a lot of things to get to. Kevin Hart. Where are you at? I don't see Kevin Hart. Andrew Norris will not be in today. He is a very, very busy man, uh, a lot like I am in the afternoon. But we do got a lot to get to, and we're going to fly through it today for you here on the Hooper's Log, episode 83 on a Wednesday here on the Hooper's Log on CLNS Radio through the SeatGeek Studios. My name is Timo Buckets. Let's get it going, Kevin Hart. All right, all right, all right. You're going to learn today. Go to the NBA real quick. Uh, in the NBA, we have six games from last night. Again, not a ton of White Warriors performances, but there were some performances that need to be mentioned. Obviously, the Hornets win 126-92 over the Suns. Kemba Walker had a 50, 26 points, nine assists, and six rebounds. A 50 on the White Warriors performance scale as he went off as the Hornets get the victory now 31-28. and And the Charlotte Hornets are now, are now in the sixth spot in the Eastern Conference, tied only about a half game up on seven and eight, and only one full game up on the Bulls and two games up on the Wizards, 
as those two teams are fighting for a playoff spot in the Eastern Conference. Um, the East, you're starting to see, is starting to get back to mediocrity in the bottom portion. The, the Indiana Pacers and the Detroit Pistons and the Charlotte Hornets, for that matter, only about two, three games up above 500, and they're only uh, they're only at the seventh, eighth, and sixth spots, six, seventh and eighth spots in the Eastern Conference. Chicago is now officially out of a playoff spot as we speak. Big time game today uh, between them and I believe the Washington Wizards as they play today. If I'm not mistaken. Uh, no, the, the, the Bulls and Magic, the Bulls and Magic play today. My apologies, but still, big time stuff. As the bottom two teams out of the playoff race right now, Chicago and Washington, they are right there, hovering out of the eighth spot in the Eastern Conference. But Charlotte gets the victory, a big win for them, as they're now the sixth spot in the East. And you're going to see that 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 seat trading happen here in the final month and a half in the NBA, as Charlotte, Indiana, and Detroit are really just going to be shuffling chairs throughout the rest of the way. Other games in the NBA, the Bulls get destroyed by the Heat, 129-111. to 111. We got this one wrong. We also got the Hornets game wrong, too. We had the Suns plus 13, and we got that wrong. We had the Bulls plus 6.5. They lost this game as well, 129-111. to 111. Again, I mentioned the Bulls are now out of a playoff spot. Officially, the Heat are still stuck in at the fourth spot in the Eastern Conference right now, only two, a game and a half back of the Boston Celtics and a game and a half up on the Atlanta Hawks. They are clearly stuck in that fourth spot right now in the East clearly finding a way to get some home court advantage in the first round of the playoffs. I don't think there were any white boy performances in this one. I know Hassan Whiteside went off. He did have a white boy performance. 26 points, 14 rebounds, and four blocks. Another fantastic game by Hassan Whiteside, a 51 on the white boy performance scale. Trailblazers to destroy the Knicks. This is one of the games we got win. Jamie Lillard, another 30-point performance, 30 points, four rebounds, 66. Not quite a white boy performance, but an outstanding game nonetheless. Carmelo Anthony had 23 points and 10 rebounds, four assists. Carmelo Anthony tried to dunk the basketball in the middle of the game, and he got rejected by the rim. Uh, Trailblazers get the win in Madison Square Garden. Again, 19-point victory there, 33-28. and 28. The Portland Trailblazers are now in the seventh spot, and they're still tied with Dallas in the seventh spot in the Western Conference. If they go on a little bit of a run here, which they're already kind of doing, they can find themselves in the sixth spot before we know it. And who knows, maybe we'll see Charlotte and Portland in the sixth spot by the end of the season. And who knows, if Portland keeps playing on the run they're playing on, they could be in the fifth spot before we know it. They're only three, two, two, three games back of the Memphis Grizzlies. They keep playing the way they're playing, man. I'm telling you, they, they got to give Terry Stotts coach of the year, no matter how this team's playing. 33-28 and 28 after losing four starters last year. Two, and not just four starters, four legitimate bona fide players that were fringe, if not uh, all-NBA players. LaMarcus Aldridge, an all-NBA power forward last season. You also had uh, Nicholas Batum, who was one of the cornerstones of that team for about three or four seasons. And then you had Wes Matthews, who was one of the better shooters in the NBA, go to Dallas. And then you lost Robin Lopez, a really solid big man uh, who went to New York, and they just got destroyed by them. So unbelievable stuff there by the Trailblazers again as they win again, 104-85. to Mavericks beat the Magic, 121-108. to We got this one correct, too. This is our lock of the day. Mavericks getting the victory there, and they're now 33-28 again, staying pace with the Trailblazers. The Magic just keep dropping back. I don't, see, I don't think they're going to get their playoff chances there got a couple more weeks to see what the Magic can do to see if they can hover within that bottom portion of the Eastern Conference, but for now it looks like they're not going to make the postseason. Warriors and Hawks, game of the night by far. The uh, Golden State Warriors did not have Steph Curry. He was a late scratch. Draymond Green, though, did have an outstanding game. 15 points, 13 rebounds, 9 assists, and 4 steals, a 50 on the wet board performance scale. The Warriors win 109-105 to 105 in overtime. This was an unbelievably close game and a very, very Stressful game if you were a Golden State Warrior fan as the Atlanta Hawks made it really close and made it really tough to compete in this one. Again, though, 
the Warriors, they are they are officially 59 games into their season, 54 and, fifth, and five. 54 and five. That's the greatest the greatest 59 game start in NBA history. And who knows, maybe they'll get that that 60 game start as the greatest one as well. Uh, coming up here on Thursday, I believe when they play. I don't know if they play on Thursday, but they're playing uh, this week at some point again. And uh, it's 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 historical, man. And especially with the way without Steph Curry, they performed well again. I I, I told you this before. Draymond Green really is the motor of that team. If Draymond Green's not playing, and if he's not playing well, this team doesn't play well. And and, and Draymond Green played pretty well last night. He played very well. He was one assist shy of a triple double, uh, and they got the victory. And Clay Thompson did not have a great shooting night, even though he had 26 points in the performance. Uh, the Warriors they they found a way to grit it out, get it done. Against a relatively competitive team, they did not play well. The Warriors did in the second half. They only scored 38 points in the second half altogether. After scoring a whopping 50, 59 points in the first half, they they definitely dropped off in the second. The Hawks took advantage, almost came back and won in regulation. They missed a couple of free throws here and there to really give them opportunities. They missed a couple of plays that they could have capitalized on when the Warriors struggled, but the Warriors just found a way to grit it out and get another victory. And again, 54 and five. The greatest start in NBA history uh, through 59 games. You can't debate that. You can't deny that. The Warriors are just on a roll, and they're still undefeated at home, 25-0 and at home. The Lakers getting the victory, 107-101. We got this one correct, too, in the predictions uh, when it came to the spread. Lakers were one-and-a-half-point favorites. They got the victory, 107-101. D'Angelo Russell, performance of the night in the NBA, in my opinion, 39 points, three assists, and six Rebounds, a 51 on the whiteboard, the performance of D'Angelo Russell, the rookie out of Ohio State, clearly coming out and playing well for this team. And the Lakers are now 12-49. and 49. That's dropped to 17-44, and 44. two teams that really are just garbage altogether. But the Lakers getting the victory and a huge win as Kobe Bryant was a late scratch. Again, Kobe Bryant's only got about six more weeks left in his career, and then he's done. Crazy stuff to think about there as the Lakers now get another victory. They're now 12-49. and 49. That's, your, that's your update in the NBA. And that's your recap of what happened last night in the World of the NBA. There's 11 games on the NBA tonight. We'll give you our predictions and our picks here at the end of the show. But let's get into college basketball. What happened in the world of college basketball last night? Well, I'll give you the top 25, and then I'll, t- I'll, br- I'll talk about those tournaments that I was mentioning, the Atlantic Sun and the Patriot League, and then also three uh, conference tournaments starting today uh, sometime uh, later on in the afternoon. Villanova wins over DePaul 83-62. to They're still hanging around in the Big East at a high mark. Virginia at 64-57, and 57, winning over Clemson, getting the victory there. Bay, uh, Baylor and Oklahoma in a tough battle in the Big 12. Oklahoma duking it out, winning 73-71, to 71, staying at number six. Baylor at number 19. Obviously, Oklahoma getting it done there, getting the victory uh, in a big-time way. Louisville beating Georgia Tech 56-53. Indiana staying atop the Big 10. 81 to 78, dominating over Iowa. Really, I mean, this was a game where they came out and they did not play well in the second half. But in the beginning, they started off hot, 47 to 41 at halftime, and then Indiana kind of just cruised to another victory. They clinched the Big Ten title. Indiana does, and they are now champions as of now in the regular season for the Big Ten. Purdue, they win 81 to 62 over Nebraska. Duke beats Wake Forest in the ACC, 79 to 71. Texas A&M, Grayson Allen at 30 points in that one, by the way, for Duke. Unbelievable game there. Um, Texas A&M beat Auburn 81-63, and Kentucky beat Florida 88-79. to In the world of college basketball, ranked opponents playing one another. There are no ranked opponents playing one another on Wednesday. But conference tournament time, yes, absolutely. Conference tournament time is here 
in the world of college basketball. And we are excited to tell you, yes, get the music going. If you can hear it, absolutely get it going. This is going to be, again, March Madness has begun. And as of yesterday, it started. And we're going to talk about it here with you here on the Hooper's Log. Let's get it going. Here we go. The Atlantic Sun, Atlantic Sun uh, Conference, we previewed it for you yesterday, and yesterday there were some major upsets in this conference. I told you North Florida and Florida Gulf Coast were in the same area. They both got it done. North Florida won 92-69. to 69. They got their victory there, uh, and they move on to the semifinals. That will be tomorrow on March 3rd. And then Florida Gulf Coast took care of Kennesaw State, 74-64. They got it done there. But there were two major upsets in the bottom portion of the bracket. Jacksonville was favored over Lipscomb. They lost in overtime, 92-89 to to Lipscomb. Lipscomb goes on to the second round as they will face, guess who? The bottom team of the conference. Yes, USC Upstate was the bottom team, but Stetson also was not very good this season. They beat NJIT, the number two team in the bracket. Stetson does. They win 82-67. to so it'll be Lipscomb and Stetson in the second round facing one another. North Florida and fourth and Florida Gulf Coast. That looks like that's going to be really the championship game for this men's basketball uh, tournament here for the Atlantic Sun Conference uh, between North Florida and Florida Gulf Coast. It looks like that's going to be the actual championship game as both Lipscomb and Stetson really don't stand a chance between North Florida and Florida Gulf Coast. But you never know. This is why it's March. The madness will begin, and you saw it last night a little bit there. In the Patriot League, there were only two first-round games. Uh, they get the quarterfinals uh, again tomorrow on, on Thursday. Navy beats Lafayette 78-70. They'll be going on to play Lehigh in the second round. Lehigh is clearly a better team. I think they're going to move on after that one. And then the second game over that one uh, uh, on the first round for the Patriot League, uh, Holy Cross beat Loyota 72-67. to Three there for Holy Cross. They're going to move on to play Bucknell. I think Bucknell is going to dominate them, and they're going to move on forward. I still have Bucknell winning the uh, winning the conference championship, but once we get to the semifinals, that's when you're going to start to see the real team start to shine. Lehigh and Boston University are serious contenders in that, in that uh, conference tournament, and then Bucknell obviously winning the conference uh, regular season championship. We're seeing uh, – we're seeing uh, – we're going to see this conference really take place coming up over the weekend um in uh in, in other news the other tournament starting today in the world of college basketball if you'd like to call in and talk about college basketball please feel free to do so 323-642-1558 here are your tournaments that are starting today in the world of college basketball america east uh conference stony brook won the regular season championship they're 14 and 2 in conference, 23 and 6 overall. They win it. Albany was one game back and they finished the season 13 and 3 in conference and 24 and 7 overall. In the Northeast Conference, which will be starting today in tournament play, Wagner won by two games at 13 and 5 in conference and 20 and 9 overall. In the Ohio Valley standings, Belmont overall won the regular season championship at 12 and 4 and 20 and 10 overall and I'm telling you, this Ohio Valley is going to be an unbelievable tournament. The Northeast, uh, the Northeast tournament to, uh, starting tonight will be Wagner against Robert Morris. Uh, that'll be 7 p.m. Uh, and then you also have Fairleigh Dickinson and St. Francis. They'll be playing one another in the, this again. This is the Northeast basketball tournament in the in the Division One basketball. Sacred Heart against LIU. They'll be playing tonight as well. And St. Francis Brooklyn playing Mount St. Mary's. Look, this is my prediction of what's going to happen. This is a crazy tournament. 
there's a lot of really solid teams in the Northeast bracket um, in the world of college basketball. First of all, Wagner won by two games, but Fairling Dickinson was 11 and seven. St. Francis of Brooklyn was 11 and seven, and they have been hot as of late. They've won quite a bit of games as of late. I think they've won four in a row. Sacred Heart's been playing well too. They're 11 and seven, and Mount St. Mary's finished at 10 and eight. St. Francis PA really dropped off the map. They only got eight teams out of this 10-team conference to get in. And um, I'm telling you, there's a lot of teams in this in this tournament that could come out and win. Think about this, people. Last year, Robert Morris, I believe Robert Morris won the Northeast Conference Championship last season, and they're in the bottom. They're in the bottom part of this bracket, so they're coming in and playing the regular season champions of this season in Wagner. Yet they won it last year, so they have they have tournament experience. It's a toss-up, in my opinion. I think Robert Morris can compete in this one, considering how they've played in the past. Now, I know that they're not as good as last year, but at the same time, they can still beat Wagner. Anything can happen this time of year, and I think that this could happen. Fairlane Dickinson and St. Francis uh, PA, look, I, I mean, who's to say that St. Francis PA can't do something and at least compete in this one? I think Fairlane Dickinson will get it done, but it's going it's to be a tough one there. Sacred Heart and LIU. I think Sacred Heart is going to find a way to beat LIU Brooklyn. Um, I, I think Sacred Heart has found a way to, to get it done in conference play at least. They've only won one game out of conference. They were 1-10 and 10 out of conference, 11-7 and seven in conference. So think about that, 12-7 and seven overall during the regular season, but 11-7 and seven in conference. They have figured out their conference to a little bit of a degree. They're an average team in conference, but they can get it done against a team like LIU Brooklyn as LIU Brooklyn really has been an average team in conference, 9-9. Nine and nine. 15 and four overall. I think Sacred Heart's going to find a way to eke it out and get into the second round. And then St. Francis Brooklyn has been outstanding as of late. Like I said, I think they've won like four or five in a row. And then you got Mount St. Mary's at the number five spot in there. This is going to be a great game because both teams are playing outstanding basketball. But I honestly think St. Francis Brooklyn is going to win this game. And I think it's going to be an eye opener for them as they then go into play Sacred Heart. Sacred Heart is in again, playing great, but they're not, they're not the best. They're not playing amazing like, like St. Francis Brooklyn. I think in the semifinals, St. Francis Brooklyn is going to move on to the championship, and they're going to play either Wagner or whoever comes out of Fairlane Dickinson and St. Francis U. I think Fairlane Dickinson or Wagner, that's, that's a tough bracket. As much as they're, you know, Wagner's number one and Fairlane Dickinson's number two in the, in the bracket or whoever they play or whatever happens, I think St. Francis Brooklyn – is really the favorite in this in this tournament. Obviously, Wagner won the regular season, but St. Francis Brooklyn has been on fire. And don't question momentum heading into conference tournaments because that's where the real winners come out. When you have momentum heading in, generally that's where that's where stuff gets done and that's where wins become a factor. And I think honestly, St. Francis Brooklyn, in my opinion, will win this basketball tournament. I would not be shocked if Wagner or Fairleigh Dickinson won it, but please don't be shocked if, if you saw a team like St. Francis Brooklyn get it on done in the Northeast basketball tournament. In the, in the Ohio Valley Conference, uh, there are only two games today. Murray State plays Eastern Illinois. Tennessee Tech plays Austin, PA. Murray State, I think, is going to take that one. They, they're clearly the number uh, – at one point, uh, they were the number two team in this conference. They've kind of dropped back in the standings. They're at number six. I think they'll beat Eastern Illinois, and they'll go on to play Moorhead State. And then Tennessee Tech plays Austin, PA. I think Tennessee Tech will find a way to get that done, there too. They've been, they've been in the higher portions of the uh, Ohio Valley there, uh, and I think they'll go on to play Tennessee State. I think that's a toss-up between Tennessee Tech and Tennessee State in the, in the quarterfinals. I would take Tennessee Tech just to be safe, but they're going to go on and play Belmont. Belmont's not going to play until Friday. 
Belmont, I think, is going to absolutely dominate in this tournament overall. They're outstanding, but it is a toss-up. I think if Murray State goes on and beats Moorhead State, which I think is going to happen in the second round uh, or in the corner finals, they're going to go on and play UT Martin. And UT Martin and Murray State are probably the two teams outside of Belmont in this conference that really are the, the class in this uh, in this conference. Look, in the Western Conference of Western portion side of the Ohio Valley standings, Tennessee Martin and Murray State are tied in their perspective area at 10-6. and six. And they're, if, if, if all goes well, Murray State will go on and play UT Martin. And that that's a toss-up. I don't know who's going to win that game, to be honest with you. I think it's going to be a classic on ESPNU on uh, Friday, March 4th. Uh, and I think Belmont's going to come out of the uh, Friday games. And they're going to play one of those two teams. I think it's going to be a great championship game. I think Belmont's going to dominate and get past and win this conference overall. But don't be shocked if there's some upsets along the way. There's some, there's some, there's some games that are toss-ups in this one. I would take Belmont, though, as a safe bet because clearly they have been the better team in this conference. The only team with uh, – Tennessee State has 20 wins, but, but Belmont is 12-4 and four with the 20 wins. So they're, they're pretty dominant in that factor there. In the America East standings, um, we got Stony Brook who clearly was the best team in this conference, 23-6. and six. Albany, though, has come on strong. They've been playing great basketball as of late. To be honest with you, it's a toss-up. I think it's going to be come down between Stony Brook and Albany in the conference tournament. Albany plays Hartford in the first round. They're going to beat Hartford. Hartford's not very good. Vermont plays Maine. Vermont's way better than Maine. They're going to beat Maine. Albany and Vermont will play in the second round, I think, or in the semifinals. I think Albany's going to beat Vermont, and they're going to get into the championship game on Saturday. Uh, Wednesday, Stony Brook plays UMBC. UMBC only has seven wins. Stony Brook is playing outstanding. They're going to beat UMBC. They're going to go on to the, the, the semifinals. New Hampshire plays Binghamton. Look, New Hampshire's better than Binghamton. All these teams that are better should win their first-round matchups because the bottom half of the bracket is not very good at all. The bottom half of the teams aren't very good at all. So it should be Stony Brook, New Hampshire. Uh, uh, take Stony Brook in that one. Stony Brook and Albany in the championship game. That is a championship game that I would really tune into because both of these teams – are legit threats to compete in the NCAA tournament this year if one of those teams get in. I don't think both teams will get in, but one of those teams, if they get into the NCAA tournament, could upset someone in the higher portions because both of these teams have been playing outstanding this year, and Albany's been on fire. So if Albany can come out of this tournament and win three straight games, look out because they will have won almost seven games in a row for almost – they will have almost won for two straight weeks heading into the tournament with a week off. You talk about serious momentum heading into the tournament – with a lot of a lot of rest, a lot of a lot of being ready, this team is going to be seriously ready. Come in if Albany wins it all. I think Stony Brook's going to win it, but don't be shocked if Albany takes it in the America East standings. That is your update on the conference tournament starting again. There will be more conference tournaments starting tomorrow on March third on Thursday. There are three more conferences starting: the MAC tournaments, the Big South, and the Missouri Valley tournament. And also, we'll give you a. Also, the Patriot League quarterfinals and the Atlantic Sun semifinals will be starting on Thursday as well. So, as you can tell, we're starting to gear up for March Madness. Okay. So, in the world of basketball, in the world of the NBA, nothing really, no major news coming in right now, obviously, as we move forward. Um, but uh, as, as, as time goes on, if you'd like to call in, the phone number is 323-642-1558. In the world of the NBA, Again, we're going to give you our scores, and then we're going to get out of here. Quick, a quick, 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 quick show today. Not a not a long, drawn out show that we normally have. Again, uh, it's it's Wednesday here on the Hoopers Log, uh, March third. Uh, excuse me, March second. A lot going on, as you can tell. The YouTube introductory video should be up on the Hoopers Log website. Go check that out if you want to check about what we're about on the YouTube channel, and also what we'll be about 
in this podcast from here on out. So we got a lot going on here on the Hoopers Log, and as you can tell, I'm rather frazzled. Okay, 11 games in the NBA tonight. Here are your picks for tonight's games in the NBA. Let's fly through them, shall we? Chicago, I'm taking Chicago plus the three and a half over the Magic today. Magic are favored by three and a half. Take Chicago. They've been struggling as of late, but I think Pau Gasol is going to find a way to, to outdo Nikola Vucevic in this one. Look, I think Nikola Vucevic and the Orlando Magic could win this game, but I don't think they're going to win by three and a half. I think this is going to be a very, very close game down the stretch, and if the Bulls win outright, don't be shocked at that one. Hornets are favored by eight and a half over the Philadelphia 76ers. Take the Charlotte Hornets in that one. They should dominate. They've been playing great basketball as of late. Trailblazers in Boston. The Boston Celtics are favored by five and a half. Take Portland plus the five and a half. They just dominated against the, against the uh, uh, New York Knicks last night. They should come out and dominate tonight against the Celtics. Jazz Raptors. Raptors are favored by six. Take the Raptors in the six. They're going to dominate over the Jazz tonight. They're the second best team in the East for a reason. Pelicans, Rockets. Honestly, if I had a money on this, I would not put money on this game, but I would take Houston minus the five and a half. Reason being, look, the Houston Rockets are going to find a way to bounce back and try and get into the postseason. This is a game to do so at home in Houston, and if they don't win, I really don't see how they get into the postseason at this point if they lose this game because they should beat the Pelicans. The Pelicans are not that good of a team overall this season. Kings, Grizzlies. Grizzlies are favored by five and a half. Take the Kings in this one. I think the Kings will find a way to bounce back. Look look at all these all these lines. They're six, five and a half, three and a half. They're brutal. These are some brutal lines in Vegas right now. Clearly, they're trying to make some money and trying to get it back. Kings, though, I take them plus five and a half. I think they'll find a way to keep it close there in uh, Memphis. Pacers and Bucks. Pacers are favored by two and a half. This is my lock of the day. Take the Pacers minus the two and a half. They should come out and absolutely throttle the Milwaukee Bucks tonight, and get the victory there. Take the Pacers and the two-and-a-half guaranteed money there in Milwaukee. Minnesota against the Timberwolves in Minnesota. Take Minnesota plus the three-and-a-half. I kind of flip-flopped on this one a little bit, but I would take Minnesota plus the three-and-a-half. Who can really guard Carl Anthony Towns down low? Nobody. The Wizards can't have it. They don't have anybody that can guard Carl Anthony Towns down low. I would take the Wizards all – excuse me. I would take the Timberwolves plus the three-and-a-half all day in that one. Spurs and Pistons. The Spurs are favored by ten-and-a-half. They're in San Antonio. Look. I know the Spurs are going to win this game, but by how much? And nobody, I wouldn't be shocked if the Pistons came out and played very well and even contended to potentially win. But the Spurs are favored by 10.5. Take the Pistons plus the 10.5. I think it's going to be a closer game than that. I think the Spurs will win, but I think it will definitely be like a 7- or 8-point game instead of a 10-point game. So take that. Take the Spurs plus the uh, – take the take the Pistons plus the 10.5. Nuggets are favored by 6 over the Lakers. The Lakers just played a pretty tough game last night. I think it will be tough to bounce back in that high altitude in Denver. Denver's favored by 6.5. They got really good big men down there uh, for Denver. They, they should overwhelm the Lakers in that realm. Take the, take the Nuggets minus the 6.5. And, and then game of the night by far. I will definitely tune into this one. Thunder at Clippers. Uh, I'm telling you, this is a toss-up in my opinion, but the, but the Clippers are favored by 1. Take the Clippers. I'm just. I think the. I think the Thunder could win this game, but this is a huge game for the Clippers in Staples Center. I think the Clippers need this game more than anything, and I think they'll win this one. Uh, it'll be a close one. That's why. The, that's why they're only favored by one. It's going to be a close one. But I'd take the Clippers, and I'm definitely tuning in this one on ESPN. So the two games on ESPN today: Pistons at Spurs. I'll probably tune into that one well as well, and then Thunder and Clippers. I'll probably just watch both those games at work today. So those are your picks in the NBA. That really is kind of our show today for episode 83. Again, the Hoopers Log YouTube channel is is up. I believe the introductory video is up as of now. I'm going to go check it out here right after the show, and I'm going to create a video really talking about the conference uh, tournament here uh, starting tomorrow and give you a major update on what to expect there. 
in the world of college basketball as we really start to get, get, it, get it geared up and ramped up in the world of basketball, definitely for this year, as the tournament is just absolutely nutso and insane. So um, expect those videos to pop up and expect those videos to come around and expect uh, uh, coaches of the month, players of the month from February. Um, a lot of awards are going to be coming out here soon over the next couple of days in the world of the NBA. And a lot of other things are also going to be coming around the corner uh, in the world of the Hoopers log. Um, Andrew was not here today. He's a very, very busy man. He should be on for the Friday show at the minimum. Hopefully he's on for the uh, Thursday show tomorrow. If not, hey, we're here. We're always here. Same time, same place. 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. 12 p.m. Eastern here on the Hoopers log. We're always here for you. Episode 83 is going to be in the books as of now. we got about a minute left on the show. For those of you listening to the Apple Podcast, thank you again for listening, and I hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back tomorrow, same time, same place, on a TNT Thursday here on episode 84 for tomorrow, and expect us to give you all the conference tournament updates in the world of college basketball. Not a 20-minute show today, a half-an-hour show today. We tried to get as much done as we could, as fast as we could, but we're here to provide you with the most information in the world of college basketball as time moves forward. Thank you again for listening, everybody. Have a fantastic day. Enjoy the basketball. If you're watching those conference tournaments, uh, feel free to tweet me at cmobuckets253 on Twitter. Um, obviously, if you're watching the NBA, feel free to, to tweet Andrew and I. I'm a Spurs fan. Andrew's a Detroit fan. Should be a fun one between us. We're definitely going to be watching this one, and hopefully we get to talk about it tomorrow on the show. Have a great one, everybody. Episode 83 in the books. Episode 84, same time, same place tomorrow. Have a good one, everybody.